0: Let's start out today's travel with Rick Steves with one of Europe's best backdoor destinations. Bulgaria is a real crossroads of powerful civilizations in the Balkans, both recent and ancient. It's also one of the newest members of the European Union, and that brings its own set of requirements that Bulgaria will have to meet. Stefan Bozajev is a tour guide from Bulgaria's capital city, Sofia. He joins us now for a quick look at what makes his country an exotic and fun destination for the curious traveler. Stefan, welcome. Thanks for having me here. Bulgaria is in the Balkans. What is the Balkans? What does that mean? Well, Balkans, it's a
1: huge conception. Even to tell you, I don't know what Balkans mean you have to experience the Balkans. Yes, literally it means uh, mountain
0: range. That's the literal meaning So of it's that Balkans. big peninsula between Istanbul, between and, the Venice, Istanbul right? and Venice. Istanbul and Venice, yes, and, Greece, and all that Vienna. Area. Yeah. And to a lot of Americans, Balkan means almost like broken in little pieces and always fighting.
1: Yeah, that, that's something like that. You know, we have the idea of greater Bulgaria, greater Greece, greater Turkey. Everybody wants greater, greater Serbia. Of course, greater Serbia as well. And if these dreams are achieved,
0: we would need, like, three more Balkan peninsulas. Now, they tried to make Yugoslavia, the union of the South Slavic people, and that lasted about 50 years, and it ended up with a big war.
1: Yeah, it happened that uh, the people, there are quite individuals. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: in the modern world, we're learning uh, in a fitful way, maybe, how to live peacefully together, because nobody can be greater when everybody wants to be greater. Absolutely. It's an impossible. It's interesting to me how there's relatively little connection with Bulgaria and the United States. Have you thought about that? I mean, there's more connection with Bulgaria and Russia, historically. Yeah, historically, it's much more connected to Russia. But you know what, Rick? This is the fate of the small
1: countries. We have always been trying to find our big brother. Russia, Germany. And now many Bulgarians consider our next big
0: brother. It's the States. That's interesting. So, I, you know, I suppose Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, their big brother might be the United States, yeah. and uh, there's countries whose big brother might be China or India, and you've been in the sphere of Russia and the sphere of Germany, yes. and now maybe a little more, America. But historically, during the time of the Soviet Union, Bulgaria was famously subservient to Moscow. Yes, you were, There was a joke. How many states were there in the Soviet Union?
1: There, there were actually 15 states, and there was a, there was a joke that, uh, in the early 1960s that Bulgaria is going to be the 16th Soviet Republic. Like the 51st state of the United States, yeah, but, in the yeah, but in the Soviet Union. Yeah, but in the Soviet Union, of course. <laughs> Why is that? Why? It's very hard to say. There but, is that Slavic but the togetherness. Fact is, you're, you're this fl- Slavic togetherness to follow the Dedushka Ivan. What is that? Grandpa Ivan from Russia. Grandpa Ivan. Yes. Who's, now, who's Grandpa Ivan? Th- this is the Bulgarian idea of the Russians
0: as Grandpa Ivan. Oh, like yes. Uncle Sam. Exactly. We like have Uncle... Uncle Sam, and they've got Grandpa Ivan. Yes. So, if you're good, Grandpa Ivan will give you military protection and oh, yes. good some trade go- policy, yes,
1: some goods, some gas, some
0: petrol. and I we'll remember, be happy. though, in the old days, the joke was that the biggest pig in the world was the Bulgarian pig because the head stayed in Bulgaria and the good parts to eat all okay. went to Russia. To Russia. So that's to the east, yeah. So you were Mm. Uncle Ivan Uh got the better part of the meal. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But today things are different, and Bulgaria is actually in the European Union. How is that going for Bulgaria? It's been great. It's been
1: great. Nine years we've been in the European Union since uh, 2007, and now we really feel like
0: real Europeans. They're looking more Western instead of Eastern because of this European Union concept. Oh, yes, the great European family,
1: and actually this is how the help of our European friends, Germans, uh,
0: Frenches. Uh, they help us. They help us to stay away of uh, Grandpa Ivan. So there's a little bit of economic incentive to look west, and if you're part of the family of Europe, you know what who butters your bread. Yes, we, we know that, and we follow the instructions very well. <laughs> At least we try. <laughs> I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Stefan Bozadjev. And Stefan comes to us from Bulgaria. If you were taking a tourist on a one-week tour around Bulgaria, What four stops would you be sure to include? You know,
1: Sofia. The capital. The capital. Is a must. Or if you have an international flight, actually, you like it or not, you're going to go to Sofia. That's the big airport. You're going to go to Sofia. And in Sofia, you can see all the different layers of uh, history. Romans, then above the Roman street, an Ottoman mosque. Then you see... Soviet monstrosity buildings uh, following the so called uh, Stalinist Baroque style. Stalinist, Baroque. Stalinist so, Baroque. So
0: there's some what you call communist monstrosities still standing there. And Ar- there's architectural the... souvenirs of the 50 years you enjoyed as part of the Soviets. Absolutely part of our heritage. Okay, so that's the big city, like the New York of, of Bulgaria. What would another city that you'd be important to see? Another important city is Plovdiv.
1: Plovdiv, Mm -hmm. for sure. That's the second biggest city in Bulgaria, but actually this
0: is the oldest still living city in Europe. Stefan, I understand that Plovdiv is uh, chosen to be the cultural capital of Europe in 2019. Why would Europe choose Plovdiv for this honor?
1: Sometimes I ask myself this question as well. (laughs) But actually, the truth is that there are so many cultural activities, performances, uh, exhibitions, uh, opera under the open sky, some nice quarters for hipsters. Yes, probably you're surprised that we have hipsters in Bulgaria as well. Bulgarian hipsters. Bulgarian hipsters. Tell me what
0: a Bulgarian hipster would be. How would they socialize? How would they dress? What would they eat and drink?
1: Well, actually, yeah, it's not what they eat. It's not only gluten-free, for sure. It's not vegan. There's a lot of meat that uh, they okay, can eat. Okay, so they're, they're
0: enthusiastic carnivores. Yeah,
1: yeah, but also the microbrewery revolution is also visible in Bulgaria as well. So some nice uh, local beers could be drank uh, there in small <laughs>
0: clubs and small
1: pubs, and that's that's life. Very, Just enjoy very life. Very nice.
0: I remember when I was there, the old men would gather in the park and talk sports. It was not comfortable to talk politics, but they would talk sports. If you go to the park after dinner and you find men gathered will you still find them getting together and talking sports, or what? Now you can find them talking politics. 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 In the old days, that was dangerous, but now the lid is off. The
1: old days are gone. The old days are gone, and presumably there's no fear
0: talking about uh, politics. Is it truly safe to talk politics in the park now in Bulgaria? Yes,
1: yes, completely. There's no issues uh, about it, and that's why you can see, like, 20 people, like, organizing a small, very peaceful (laughs) talk uh, with some
0: banners. What would the image be the last time you saw banners? What was their complaint? What were they excited about? They
1: were complaining they were trying to fight corruption. Corruption is one of the issues in Southern Europe.
0: We are in part of Southern Europe
1: in the Balkans. uh, It's a huge issue. So this is something
0: that we protest. When we Americans know Bulgaria, a lot of times we think of the Olympics and the Bulgarian weightlifters and the Bulgarian wrestlers were really the medal winners. And these are these big, strong guys with thick necks. And they're also associated with the mafia in Bulgaria. Yeah. They? What is this, the latest with the wrestlers and the weightlifters and the mafia and, and corruption?
1: Typically, it's strange to make these connections. But in Bulgaria, it's a land of uh, unlimited possibilities, unlimited chances. So you can have these uh, boxing champions or uh, weightlifters with nice costumes, trendy costumes and... Then they are the
0: so-called well-dressed businessmen. So they're the operators. They benefited from the uh, privatization of the country, and they went from the maybe the corrupt operators during communism to the corrupt operators during capitalism. Sometimes the music changes, but the musicians remain the same. The same. The band is the same. Stefan, we've talked about the two cities, Plovdiv and Sofia, continuing our tour around the country. Where would you go to understand the heritage of the country? If you want to understand... The real heritage of the country,
1: the spirituality of the country. This is Rila Monastery. The Rila Monastery, R-I-L-A. And where is that and what would you see? It is deep in the mountains to the south of the capital city, to the south of Sofia, and it's an active monastery. What you can spot there, you can see amazing scenery and this small monastery located there. A small
0: monastery, centuries old. Yes, the traditional it, religion. What is that religion again? It is uh, the Christian Orthodox.
1: I know, dear listeners. Probably you've been to Greece, so it's the same. The same religion. As it's like Greek, Greek
0: Orthodox, but Bulgarian. But Bulgarian Orthodox. It's like the famous Bulgarian salad, the Chopska salad. It, it seems to me like a Greek salad, but chopped up into smaller pieces.
1: You're some kind of right, uh, Rika, uh, about it. But you know, we always have the fight with the Greeks. Actually, Feta. Many of the Bulgarians believe it's a Bulgarian cheese. It's not a Greek one.
0: Come on, come to Bulgaria and see that. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Stefan Bozadjev from Bulgaria. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Kristen's calling from uh, Naperville in Illinois. Have you been to Bulgaria, Kristen? Yes, I have. I visited Bulgaria in 2014, and I cannot wait to go back again. I cannot say enough good things about Bulgaria. beautiful green mountains, friendly people, excellent food, just wonderful. Well, great. Did you enjoy the, the big city or the Black Sea Coast or the mountains with the monastery? What, what were your memories? Um, we did go to the big cities of Sofia and Plavdez and then also the Rila Monastery up in the mountains and also uh, Veliko Tarnovo, which was another smaller town in the mountains where they have uh, an ancient fortress and a very nice, nicely preserved medieval area. It's changed a lot. I haven't been there for 10 years. You were there last year. It's so exciting to see Bulgaria changing. No more gypsies with dancing bears.
1: No, no, no. It's not according to the European legislation anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Things have changed a lot. I was there 10 years ago. Kristen was there just a couple of years ago. So uh, it's kind of nice that Bulgaria is moving along and uh, the economy is kicking into gear. People are free to talk politics in the parks. Yeah. Kristen, thanks for your call. Thank you. Stefan Bozadjev. From Bulgaria, Blagodaria. Blagodaria. Thank you, Rick. Each year, Rick Steves Tour Guides take thousands of free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Europe, one small group at a time. This year, you can choose from more than 40 different vacations in Europe's best destinations, from Ireland to Greece, and practically everywhere in between. Begin your next trip at ricksteves.com.